So you didn't get to see that dude's dick in person? Unfortunately, no. What do his dick powers do? So his whole thing is he grabs you by the hand and he'll put it and make you touch his dick. And then you can't break <laughs> free on your own. Like your hand is stuck to his dick. And he'll use, what? he'll like, he'll like do this little thing where he kind of like Hulk Hogan's up, like from the 80s, where he would like just flex a couple times and like regain his strength and power and while your hand is still Whoa. stuck to his dick. And then he'll flip you. He he was originally like supposed to be like a bad guy, like an Andy Kaufman sort of character, where you would like do all these intergender matches and fight women and like just be like a, oh, cool. a total scumbag doing it to them. And he would do like this one move called the boob the boobplex, I think he called it, where he would like it's a back suplex, but instead of grabbing them around the waist, he would grab them on their boobs and like suplex them that way, just being like inappropriate <laughs> as can be. But because like people loved it so much, all the nonsense, he became like a uh, a good guy. So people flock to see him now oh wow yeah so he just forces people to touch his dick yeah awesome yeah i like his style it's my kind of wrestler yeah i know right yeah damn when i do it it's assault when he does it it's pro <laughs> wrestling yeah what the fuck man i want to get paid a bunch of money to make people touch my dick preaching to do the wrestlers choir. make a lot of money some not what about Probably that wrestler is what I want to he, know. He's not like a, okay. he's not a WWF guy. He's oh. a small indie guy. Damn. I mean, still, he was a part of that Lucha Underground thing. That was a TV show for a little bit. So I guess he makes decent enough money. Okay. Well, that's something at least. He should be making money. I'd give him money. <laughs> Heck yeah. Are you ready? I was born ready. All right. Welcome once again to Giraffes Have Black Tongues Comics. I am your host, Donnie. And I'm the other host, Dave. We got a big show here. We have Kiss Army of Darkness. We have uh, pretty much the same book with uh, Justice League Dark, Volume 1. What is that, The Last Age of Magic? Yeah. Is that right? All right, good. We're also going to talk about The Runaways. And related kind of to The Runaways is the final chapter of Telltale's Walking Dead games, which I have purchased recently for fear of it uh, being delisted on the Nintendo Switch soon. So I want to talk about that a little bit today, too. Did you actually try it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I played the first uh, chapter and a little bit of the second. So I got a few things we can talk about about that. What do you want to talk about first, then? Hmm. Come up with something clever about Detroit Rock City. Oh, okay. Um, we live near Cleveland, and uh, Cleveland is, you know, a state away from Detroit. And uh, there's a song called Detroit Rock City, and that song is by Kiss. Fucking flawless. Yeah, that was a really good <laughs> transition. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of myself for that one. Fucking seamless. You guys didn't even know I was doing it. So, this was uh, Kiss Meets Army of Darkness. What did you think of this book? 
I felt bad for uh, the creators of Army of Darkness and for Bruce Campbell and Ash specifically. <laughs> like they got no shine whatsoever in this series. Like it was, it was all just, it was all just kiss, like stroking their egos. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, this book was surprisingly like just okay book. I thought it would be a little crazier and a little like funnier, but it was like pretty straightforward and what you would expect. Surprisingly. From a Kiss book, I guess, or Army of Darkness book. I mean, it had pretty solid artwork, except, like, Ash looked nothing like Bruce Campbell Ash. Like, that was the one, like, main oh, nitpick yeah. I would have, was just how, like, he looked like a fine, regular dude character, but he looked nothing like the Ash that we're all familiar with. Yeah, that's one of the things that kind of took me out of it, too. You know, I want to see Ash, I want to see Bruce Campbell, I mean. That version of Ash is all I want. And I was hoping for like the old fat version. Well, when did this come out? Because I last mean, it, year it's supposed to be taking place back in eighty one. So that was when he was still young and fit. So that's why, probably. <sighs> yeah, I guess that was another weird thing. Um, when that girl came to talk to Ash, he was supposed to see Kiss back in seventy nine. Because it was a two and year time gap. I think it's weird gap. to say. I know, but it was only two years. I think saying back in 79 is a weird thing to say. I, I never say back in 2017. Do it's you? All the time when I'm reminiscing about times gone by. <laughs> I feel like it's too soon to reminisce that way. Back in June or January when we were having this discussion. That's different. How's that different? That's even less of a time gap. It's months, though. That's right. month. Yeah, months years, are though, less than years. How, how's... Yeah, but it's it's the... I don't know. It's relative. It's all relative. I think you're losing this argument. Maybe. But I never use it with years, though. With, with, with months, it's different. What do you say for years gone by, then? Say two years ago. Okay, yeah. If, it, if, it's, a, if it's only like a couple years, I would probably just say yeah. a specific number. With months, months go by a lot faster, so sometimes you remember the month and it's easier than doing the math. It's different. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. Yeah. So back in 79, <laughs> Ash was supposed to see Kiss, and I guess he missed it because of these cult guys who uh, sent Kiss back into the uh, magical land that Ash was sent to in the movies. They used the book, the, the Necronomicon. Necronomicon. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the very first note I wrote is that this entire comic book was basically just the TV show Todd versus the Book of Pure Evil. Which I don't, even, okay. I don't know if you remember at all. Like I was suggesting you check this one out. Like I, I want to say did, like two yeah. summers ago or something like that. Like it's been off of Netflix back, for a back while in 2017. Now. Yeah, way back, back in 2016. Way back maybe. when. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it was on Netflix for a time, and then it's since been removed. But yeah, it was a really good, funny, stupid comedy show, and it reminded me so much of just this comic book, like from the very get go. It's all it was was basically that show come to life in comic book form. Except no J Muse. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't check out that show. I guess I should, but I never got around to it. But anyway, there's a line in this book that Kiss, one of the Kiss members says, I, I can't remember which one is which, without looking at their makeup. <laughs> but um, somebody said, vulgar display of power or something. Somebody said something about a vulgar display, so I like that reference. Yeah, shout out Pantera. It's very Metalocalypse. Yeah, yeah. Very Metalocalypse-esque metal reference, so no, I really like that. it's a Pantera album. Yeah, it is, but Metalocalypse would always do that. 
Uh, they would always reference different albums and different bands and shit. So I really like that part. In fact, they they also referenced Vulgar Display of Power in Metalocalypse, but they did that visually. I think someone punches Toki in the face and he just has the pose of like that <laughs> oh, really? album cover. Yeah, it was <laughs> pretty awesome. awesome. <laughs> it's a great show. I, I miss that show so much. I think everybody should watch it. It's amazing. Yeah, Todd vs. the Book of Pure Evil. <laughs> yeah, plus Metalocalypse. Oh yeah, that one, that one only if you have time. They should cross over those two things. It'd be just like this book. <laughs> it absolutely would. <laughs> Except there wouldn't be yeah. really anyone to rock. Well, Metalocalypse would rock. Oh, fuck, yeah. Wait, what was that? I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, what the fuck? They make the whole world like rock and have brutal-ass concerts where everyone murders everybody else, or everyone dies in some hilarious fashion. But anyway, back to, like, this way better thing. I like how... (laughs) (laughs) How, like, how devastated the entire world was when Kiss gets disappeared into the book because their rock was the only thing that was able to stop this evil. Like, the rock magic of Kiss, of all people. (laughs) Yeah, Kiss has superpowers in this book, by the way. That's an important plot point. (laughs) They're kind of like ill-defined superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. At points of time, they have sort of like electric thunder glows, kind of. And yeah. At other points, the rock just brings the world together. It's a super vague, like, <laughs> collection it's of weird. magic powers. Yeah. They have, they have powers from the Destroyer. Uh, and I don't know what the fuck that is, but they keep referencing the Destroyer, and that's where they get their magic from. I have no idea what it is. I thought the uh, Destroyer was the other guy who, like, all those, uh, uh, what were they fucking called? Like, the cult guys were, like, working for was the Destroyer. And that was actually just the book, wasn't it? Possibly. I think they're combining, like, the the lore of it, uh, of uh, Army of Darkness and of Kiss, I guess. Um, so I wasn't sure who they were working for. I don't know if they were supposed to be working for the Necronomicon or working for uh, the Destroyer or whatever the fuck is after Kiss. There was there was one line very early on where uh, one of those guys in the cult was talking about how it's a book made up of flesh and blood. And I, th- yeah. think, I think it's Paul Stanley. It's one of the guys in Kiss. I think it's Paul Stanley. He's like, oh, a book made of blood. We've already done that. Wink. It's like, ho oh, Kiss. Well played, sirs. <laughs> yeah, I, I I caught that wink too, but I don't know what they're winking about. Because in the like late seventies or early eighties, they made a comic book line, and like the first uh-huh. hundred or whatever issues, they they had like pieces of Kiss's blood made up the artwork. Like they, they somehow used their blood in like the uh, reds, I guess. I don't know. Oh, okay. I think Metallica did the same thing. But with cum on the on no, the load album. That's on the load album artwork, but that's not theirs. Yeah. It's just whoever made that artwork. Oh, it, was, it wasn't. It was blood it wasn't cum, James wasn't Hetfield's it? cum. I wouldn't think so. Which well, were, maybe it was. I mean, that'd be better. I'm sure they hired an artist to actually make that thing. But did they donate their cum? I wonder. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't give a shit this. enough about album artwork to look any of this up yeah i guess i don't either but they were inspired by this comic book here to do that back in 1996 when that album came out <laughs> yeah i guess so 
I mean, it was cool. It's a gross album cover. It's no reloaded. It doesn't look. It doesn't look good. Yeah, reload is way better. That's where they have two loads of cum. Yeah, because it. it's more common. Blood and spit. <laughs> yeah. Tears. Whatever else. Piss. Snot. All the fluids. <laughs> they got them all on that one. Yeah. <laughs> King nothing. I always thought that was one of their most underrated songs. I love that song. <laughs> really? Fuck yeah. Really? Fuck yeah, I love okay. that song. <laughs> I was back when I was like super into Metallica and saw them at Blossom one year. Oh, nice. Jerry Cantrell and Lenny Kravitz open for him. It was a weird collection. It was back when Jerry Cantrell was doing his solo stuff. What the fuck? Oh, that's we- that is weird. The guy from Alice in Chains. When I saw Metallica, Gojira and Lamb of God opened for them. I thought that was that seems much more appropriate. So I got than I got the better opening acts, I think. Yeah, probably. I thought Gojira was pretty badass. Lamb of God, I'm just kind of. But Lenny eh, Kravitz, all right, I guess. Yeah, Lenny Kravitz, that's, that's pretty cool. That's such a weird, very very metal. Yeah, very metal. <laughs> I think it. I think it was. I think it was in support of like a, a American Woman like cover album too. Like it wasn't even like uh, a metal <laughs> album that he was supporting. Oh well, fuck, man. Who cares? Jerry Cantrell, yeah. Alice in Chains. Yeah, I mean, it's close enough. All right, anyway, back to Kiss Army of Darkness. They Man. all end up back in Magic World. Can we just talk about Metallica instead of like Kiss? Because I don't know any Kiss songs, really. Actually, I, I listened to uh, Jamie Josta's podcast again, and he had like a May Music Month episode, and it has uh, reminded me about all these new metal albums. And uh, yeah, we, should, we should talk more about that later. Did you get that new Whitechapel? I didn't get month. Whitechapel, no. Oh, the Valley? No, there was some there was some Amun Marth. They have a new album. It's fucking Mosh City, dude. I sent you that music video. That was from the new album. Oh yeah. That cracked the sky that was a good talking one. about Thor. It was great. Don't be around me when that song comes on. Hard. That song is hard. <laughs> We can't, remember, if, you, if, if that song doesn't get you moshing, we can't be friends. Is this, are these Jamie Josta lines? Did these are J- Jamie Josta-isms, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he says these things. <laughs> Those are like one of four things in his like dialogue wheel that he cool, can choose bro. from. Yeah. So like one bright note about Kiss that I have. Yeah. I remember when okay. Blockbuster was closing, they had a video sale where it was like VHSs were like five for a dollar or something insane like that. And, okay. like, I had to pick out one last one just to, like, get the deal. And I picked Detroit Rock City, which was a comedy movie that they made in, like, the mid-90s. Mid to late oh, 90s. man. And uh, it was about, like, these four friends who wanted to go and see the kiss in Detroit. It was all these adventures yeah. that they had to get to to all, like, find their tickets because they all lost them or something or... or Maybe it was a sold-out show, and <laughs> okay. they had to like sneak their way in. I don't remember, but oh man, it's an okay show or okay movie. But yeah, yeah, I think Gene Simmons was in a lot of weird, shitty movies, wasn't he? I don't know. I remember he had a reality TV show, like back when like Ozzy oh. was doing it. He had one with his yeah, two kids right. and his partner. I, I bet Ozzy's was way funnier though, because he was just mumbling like a crazy person all day. <laughs> Yeah, Kiss does a lot of that multimedia stuff. Like Gene Simmons is really all about it. You know, he'll put he'll put Kiss on everything. 
they have like tons of ridiculous oh, merchandise. Kiss merch- merchandise. Oh yeah, yeah the, all that merchandising and shit. I can't think of any crazy examples now, but I think they have Watch just about boxes, anything you can think of. It's like everything. Of course, yeah, yeah, gotta have that. Like, uh, I'm surprised you didn't buy the Dairy Queen Detective Kiss mini fan last week. <laughs> they have, they, yeah, where's they the have Detective those? Kiss movie? Oh man, I hope so. <laughs> I'm sure, there's a Detective Kiss movie. Just De- CG Detective Kiss. the Demon, <laughs> Detective Starchild, Detective yeah. the Cat. Yeah, yeah, Detective Gene Simmons. <laughs> I'd watch those. Yeah. All right. Anyway, back back to this comic book, though. I think we're gone way off here, haven't we? At one point, Ash is thrown into a pit, and there was a deadite down there in the in the water, and the deadite reaches up and grabs him by the dick, like that, uh, like that's uh, wrestler you were talking Joey about, Ryan style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, he turns into a deadite too. And how they solve this problem is that they they paint Ash's face with kiss makeup to make the deadite form go away. I really liked his kiss makeup, though, because it was like just it around the cool. eyes. It was like a little fire. And, you know, from the fire rises like ash or leaves ash. So I thought that was clever. Oh, nice. Symbolism. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah, but I, I did like that magic kiss face paint. And uh, at one point, the villain, Bad Sheila, Sheila. there's a good Sheila and a bad Sheila. She's riding. Yeah, yeah. So her horse, it reminded Uh me of, all right, so there was this game on Xbox 360 I played. I think it's called Darksiders 2. I think that's what it is. I think I've heard of that. But she's basically riding that horse in this comic. Oh, really? Nice. Except in in the game, he's, he's on your team. He's a good guy. Okay, I see. But I guess in this book, it's not a good no. guy. I have a note about those cultist guys that were working for the darkness at the concert. Okay. When they attack Ash in the hospital, did you notice they have kind of like a Green Lantern ring style of like powers? Like he was randomly like making a giant hand to like swoop him in. Oh. <laughs> I had that noted. I thought that was cool. Were they wearing rings? No, they didn't, they didn't wear Green Lantern rings, but okay. like they had like the power where he could like make a giant hand and just okay. make it do whatever it wanted. I didn't look at their hands closely, so I was wondering if I missed a ring. Um, okay, that's awesome. Um, anyway, Bad Sheila, though, at one point, takes a torch and puts it on Ash's face to burn off the face paint. Does that work in real life? I'd, I've never realized that you could burn off face paint. How else do you remove it every November 1st? I always I just I'd burn it just off. Just use water. Oh, oh, water. That sounds dangerous. That sounds yeah, dangerous. You could drown. You should, always, you should always burn it off your faces, everyone. Yeah. Safety first. So I guess you can remove your makeup that way, ladies. Makeup tips. <laughs> from, from the two people you should be taking makeup advice from. Yeah, Giraffes Have Black Tongues is a uh, makeup podcast, not a comic book podcast. Right. First and foremost, we're Follow a Follow our podcast. Instagram and our YouTube pages for our makeup tutorial videos. Those are things, yeah. right? <laughs> those are a thing, yeah. yeah. Okay. I guess those are very popular. Yeah. You just like put like a 10-second makeup tutorial and then like you indoctrinate your opinion onto the listeners for like 15 minutes. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's all right. Uh, okay, what else here? Ash makes a Duke Nukem reference. Did you catch that? No. 
Hail to the king, baby. That's oh, what shit. he said. Oh, shit. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Duke Nukem. Fuck yeah. Oh, and then <laughs> Kiss merges together to make a Kiss demon, I guess. Yeah. The four of them, like, do a fusion. <laughs> because Ash would, like, fuse with the army of darkness. And then they had to have a big fight. So that's what they had to do to. Yeah, and Ash, like, turned into Ash. four different versions to match up with each member of Kiss. And then yeah, they just it's pretty brutal. start almost overpowering Kiss, but luckily Kiss merged together to form this like Megazord thing or a Voltron-like thing. And they just oh, yeah. got this giant fucking sword and just started cutting him in half. It was awesome. The power of rock. Yeah, it was. The power of Detroit. The power of Detroit Rock City, baby. That's right. I liked... Um, Lick it up. So he had kind of... They had gave him sort of Lobo swear words at one point, Ash. Oh, he got yeah. like, flung aside by uh, evil Sheila, and he goes "rassum frassum o," which was like <laughs> I, I, I'm guessing supposed to be like "oh shit" or something like that. But I, I really enjoyed that "rassum frassum." That was pretty good. I remember that too. I think that was from a one of those old like Looney Tunes, actually. Like when the characters would grumble to themselves, they would just say like gibberish, kind of like that, instead of. Like, fuck shit, goddammit, asshole. I do not for one second believe any Looney Tune was intending <laughs> to say any of those words. They were pretending to say it, yes. But they were just saying gibberish, like, rassum frassum. Oh, yeah, and then there's also a line that I, I, one of the guys in Kiss says that the power of the kid, oh, when they turn into that thing, he says, uh, yeah. you guys are the, the power that gives the KISS army its true power. But he's saying it to like a group of like angry <laughs> villagers just getting swarmed by yeah. demons. So like I don't really know like who he's like shouting out. Like it's not like a crowd at like a rock show that he's like just trying to like suck up to. He's just shouting it out to like these villagers who are just being stampeded by angry demons and <laughs> devils and shit. That's the rally call. Yeah. That's the rally that's, call. That's where you get the army of the kiss power from. People dying in battle. Yeah, that's true. I really liked, the last note I have is about one specific villager. He's this blonde, angry villager who when they first get to that area, he comes up and starts mm -hmm. talking to him. I think later on they reference him as William, but he looks so fucking much like Sabretooth. <laughs> like he was dead on yeah, just save sure. tooth from Marvel Comics I could see that yeah not bad he was my favorite it's better than Kiss what's your favorite Kiss member probably the cat cause that's okay. the most Mine's like Ash. random <laughs> <laughs> no just kidding yeah you like the cat mine's, no mine's the giant Kiss uh, demon fighter Whatever the fuck that thing was. Okay. <laughs> That's a favorite. <laughs> Kiss Voltron, uh, yeah. I think I think the Catman is uh, probably the most... Because he's the most out of place. Like, weird and unique. Like, one's a demon, one's like a space alien, and I, I never remember what the other one is. It's just like black lines under his eyes. Gene Simmons. No, that's the de the demon is Gene Simmons. He's not the last one. He's a one. demon? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Wait, so they have the Star Child. They Star Child is the alien that's Paul Cat Stanley. Man. The Catman is the drummer. I think that's Peter Chris. I don't, I don't know the okay. movie's kiss, so I'm probably wrong on that. I, I don't know either. Tweet us at Giraffes HPT Podcast and let us know the correct members of Kiss and what their characters are. And then, like, the other guy yeah. just has, like, black, like, 
umpire lines under his eyes, I think, right? Wait, let me see here. Did I write Actually, this down? I should pull I up a picture, because I have no fucking clue what yeah. the fourth guy looks like. Ah, shit. Well, there's one that we can't remember, apparently. The bass player. Who? Oh, wait, no, Gene Simmons plays bass. That's the second guitarist? Not sure. Two guitarists, Gene, and then... What does, what does Wikipedia say about this? Hmm. Eh, I don't know, whatever, so the, it doesn't matter. Oh, so, oh, wait, so the other guy, he's got, like, silver over his eyes. Like, on both sides. Oh, okay. I don't know what his nickname is or what his real name is, but he's the other guy. He wears silver over <laughs> his eyes. Hard to keep these guys straight. The umpire makeup, that's just the cat guy. Okay, those are his cat whiskers. <laughs> yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, you gotta have cat whiskers. If you're a cat, don't tell me you're a cat without whiskers. Do you have anything else to say about this book? I think that's all I got. Oh, uh, you can definitely skip this one, I think. Oh, true, yeah. It was surprising. It was like surprisingly uninteresting. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't good. It was very mediocre, which I kind of expected more with some like ridiculous come together with yeah it wasn't so much like a a a team up collaboration effort it was more just like we're putting kiss over as best we can at the expense of ash the the army of darkness stuff was super disappointing that that whole half of the story i agree it's a lot of nothing there uh what they should have done though is um stabbed bad sheila with a knife and uh, then her whole army would go away that would have worked Worked in Game of Thrones. They should have just did that. They should have killed good Sheila, and then Kiss would have had to bring her back with the power of rock and love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what you do. All right. Do you want to hear a review? Yeah. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! All right. Good to have the soundboard back, right? I missed that. Yeah. So there's no Amazon reviews, so I found this review on bigcomicpage.com. And uh, it's a big, long review, but I'm just going to read the uh, last couple of paragraphs here. The overall package is well-rounded with a good story and good art, and that's where my personal preferences kick in. I can't really fault the style, but to me, it's all a little clean and crisp. Given that this is Kiss and the Army of Darkness, I would have liked something a bit darker. As it stands, it won't stop me from reading more, but it feels a little too safe in overall look and tone. I kind of agree with that. Yeah, it is very clean. Probably want something a little more metal. Yeah, after after like reading the very first issue, I was like, oh, this sort of seems like a, a free comic book day kind of. Yeah. Release. Like it, it was very much like that. Like in case children pick it up and decide to take it home and read it, like you don't want to do anything like. It's going to piss off their parents when they hear them repeat stuff. Yeah, that's true. One more paragraph here. I really like this and say it should be a definite for any fans, but well worth a punt if you fancy something a little off the wall. And that's three out of five stars. Well worth a punt. I'm not familiar with that. I thought that was an interesting wording. If you fancy more off the wall, give this one a punt. Give it a try, I guess. Punt is like you kick it away, like like in football. Yeah, in football, you punt, punt the ball. Makes me think like you. But if you fancy a punt, 
I'll tell you about a punt with my sports expertise here for the for the listeners. Yeah, please do. Punt is where you you hold the ball out in front of you, then you drop it, and then you uh, you kick the ball as it's falling to make it go away from you very far. That's a sports expert talk. I should be a sports commentator. I thought you. I thought that's what you just did explain. over there in China. You just yeah yeah. I'm just commenting on sports. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, are you ready to move on to our next book? Yeah, but how will we ever transition to this next one from this? <laughs> oh, geez. Speaking of Army of Darkness, <laughs> this was also the same fucking story in Justice League Dark, basically. This, that, that, dude, the similarities between these two books is fucking crazy. Like, we, we, I think we picked the same book accidentally, <laughs> just with a different title. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, what do you think of Justice League Dark? I like it, but I always enjoy this these teams that they do. I, I like all the uh, Justice League dark shit. I like it more than like the regular Justice Leagues. So I, I always enjoy them. This book reminded me of Dark Knight Metal. I don't like it. Well, I think it takes up place immediately after that because they even referenced dark, it. I'm pissed about yeah, that. You remember Dark Knight Metal? Triggered. That's I'm triggered. Where, that's where that dude. Jim, whatever the sword knight guy, he died in that, in that uh, oblivion I don't remember bar, that. and he left it to the monkey, and the monkey is like dealing with all of that because it immediately just happened. So it's immediately after that happened. What's with this monkey? This uh, come on, Detective this, Chimp. Let's let's take things let's take things a little more seriously here, DC. What is this chimp? What is this Detective Chimp, the world's greatest detective monkey? He's like Batman, only better. Because he owns a bar where he can just get day drunk all the time. He's a cute little monkey. I do like his drinking. He had a flask too. Fuck yeah, like he did. that dude from Terriers. Yeah. I like that. I like when people have flasks. He's serious about his alcoholism. Yeah, he really is. So, anyway, this book is about magic going haywire because of like a Christmas tree or something like that. And then they have to figure it out with their magic Christmas tree and. There's where an upside get, down man. Where are you getting Christmas trees from? There's a Christmas tree in this. What? You don't remember the giant Christmas tree in the beginning? That you mean that non-denominational evergreen? Oh well, yeah, that that's the one. Yeah, it was a non-denominational tree, holiday <laughs> oh, yeah. tree. Okay, that. Now you know what it is. Now yeah. I understand what you're talking about. Yeah, okay, I was lost okay. there for a second. So this is a new iteration of this team. And I don't know. It's got Zatanna. She's back. That's that's a plus. She's a key part yeah. part of these teams. Usually, it's usually like her, Constantine, and then like whatever other random like magic characters they have. Like Deadman is usually a part of these teams, and then one of Swamp Thing, Etrigan, or else uh, Frankenstein. One of those three monster characters is usually a part of them. Hmm. So in this one, this team is. Man Bat, the enemy from Batman, who now has serums that you can control how crazy and how big of a bat monster he is, which, what the fuck, why yeah, did that happen? I don't know. But that was a horrible addition and a change to his character. Well, he's a science man, you see. He, he, he solves shit from science. But he's supposed to be like this cute little, like, helpful scientist character now, like... And then he yeah. just he just gives himself a like wood injection when he needs to fight, and he becomes the man bat again, and starts kicking ass. 
And then he gives himself another like shot and he calms down and he's back to like normal human version. He's basically the lizard from Spider-Man, only like a shitty bat monster. It's a fucking nerd. Science nerd. Well, so is Connors from Spider-Man. It's the exact same character. He was less of a nerd though. He was like serious. This yeah, guy's like scientists. A... Nah, he's but he's way nerdier. His personality is like a nerd. You want to like give him a swirly? He's such you, a fucking nerd. You're a bully. Yeah, I'm a bully. Donnie fucking Jock over here. Nerd bat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just but, uh, I just didn't care for man bat. I thought yeah. I I don't think he needed it. I get the contrast of like science versus magic, but I thought he was just a kind of shitty, annoying character. He didn't really seem to fit in with the rest of them. Yeah, like they they have not done him any favors since making him this like weird version no. where he can control how crazy he is at times now. That's stupid. I like him insane and bloodthirsty at all times. Like when he's in the monster version, that's the only time he's decent. We don't need the shitty like scientist version. He's not adding anything. Get that shit out of here. But it's him, Detective Chimp, who now has the sword of Namor or something. And then yeah, it's Wonder it Woman, which is a big, weird, random addition to the team. And then Zatanna, and then Swamp Thing is there. John Constantine is yeah. in this book, but I don't think he's ever actually a member of this team. No, he's just in it. By the way, how many cigarettes did john constantine smoke in this book at least three four i counted damn it yeah you're close <laughs> i knew i knew that actually had him smoking i was pleased yeah yeah he was he was smoking a lot that was good it seemed like they were recruiting dr fate but then we find out that naboo has taken over fate and kent nelson has been locked away inside of naboo and naboo is sort of mm -hmm. turned evil like he's decided that the world cannot be saved and he's just, even though he's the lord of fucking chaos and he does everything in his power to protect the world from, like, bad chaos, he's just decided to, like, oh, fuck it, I'm giving up now. We're just going to rein in all the chaos and destroy the world because we need some kind yeah. of plot point to move this shittily thought-out story along, which right. I, was not, I was not happy with that. No. This, this book does a shitty thing where they introduce like a concept that's kind of interesting they give wonder woman like super saiyan witch powers and then they're like oh go read wonder woman if you want to see what happens here and then like the next issue of justice league dark is just about like after all that shit so like what the fuck is that that's annoying well, as shit no like all comics will do that where they'll reference something that happens in like their solo <sighs> or their team or their other team books it's like oh check out that other book but yeah, like this, that totally this like skips a lot. No, though. this collection skips an entire issue. It skips issue four. It's one through three, and then uh, five through seven. So I don't know if yeah, there's more shit to be explained in number four, or if that one was just all filler. They're like, hey, that's not included in the collection. That one was all background information about these witch powers. I assume so. And then something about it, then it ends with uh, someone saying, um, "Sikkim." wonder woman witch and then she has like a sort of hulked out version of herself hulked out super saiyan and then it's like oh go read wonder woman now i forget who was controlling her i, I just scrolled through I, I knew it wasn't part of the collection i just looked at the pictures oh shit so basically what's going on is the the new justice league dark team they go with bobo 
who's Detective Champ, they go to Namir, whatever the fuck that world is called, that realm. They go there and we find Army the Blue Darkness Devil. Land. The Blue fucking Devil is there. Oh, yeah. The Blue Devil is a character who I'm excited about because like I've only ever seen him just drawn as like a background character on like Young Justice and like Justice League animated series. Like I've never actually uh-huh. read anything or seen any like team with him like on it. So like he's actually a part of this book. He's like filling in for the gym guy who died because Detective Chimp is supposed to be the new like watcher of this realm. But he's he's so like depressed and so drunk all the time. He just fucks it all up. So he disappears and he leaves in the blue devil's hands. So the blue devil is like the leader of this nation or universe or whatever the fuck it is now. So that was awesome. I was I was super psyched to see the blue devil. But like they're all there battling like these skeletons and this never dying army because Chimp fucked up a spell trying to take a shortcut and like so nothing can die now so every single night everything that's dead rises and attacks. While they're doing that Constantine Swamp Thing, and they bring in Phantom Stranger. They're all battling yeah. Naboo. Have you ever given yourself a Phantom Stranger? My nickname is the Phantom Stranger. That's my superhero <laughs> name, man. That's where you <laughs> you sit on your hand and then jerk someone else off. Oh wait, is it? I thought it was yourself. <laughs> That's a stranger, but a Phantom Stranger. Oh, you yeah, because you can't feel them. So that would be the phantom part. All right, yeah. Because your hand is numb. Get it? Yeah, yeah. Pretty good, huh? I was I was super <laughs> psyched because like I've always he's like one of the most like powerful like magical characters in all of DC, and I've always heard him like referenced and mentioned and shit. But this is again one of the first times I've ever actually seen him in like a in an, in an extended look at him like in a book. So I was pumped for that. Yeah, sure. Like he ends up. He ends up dying and going out like a bitch, but he tried. Yeah. Good for him. I guess so. A A for effort. Yeah. Had a boy, you you tried. You'll get him next time. Support. Yeah. So that's a place where the blue devil is, it's Army of Darkness World, so they go to the same place as Kiss went, apparently. So what they should have done with the Army of Darkness is uh get a knife and uh and stab the Whoever the leader was, I forget who it was, stabbed bad Sheila, and then the army would all die with her. Just like the Night King, dude. That's what you gotta do. I think you're confusing all of your <laughs> Nerea land. It's all the same. Armies. It's all Army of Darkness. It's all Army of Darkness. It's all walkers. The Walking Dead. Whoa, whoa. That is not a DC owned title for zombies. <laughs> you can't use that here. No, it's not. Let's see. Oh, and uh, what about the Upside Down Man? We didn't talk much about the Upside Down Man. What did you think of him? Was that thing in that Dark Knight's Metal? Is it? Because I don't remember, but it seemed familiar. It looked like Dark Knight's Metal, and it's one of the things that was triggering me about the fucking Dark Knight Metal thing. But he, like, fucks himself, though. He was, like, melting reality and shit and, like, doing all this stuff and, like, this, like, over-the-top, like, a million uh, times a million 9-11s. And, um... Then he's like, oh, Wonder Woman, like, what's going on with you? And then he, like, touches her forehead, and that, that unlocks her Super Saiyan witch power. And then that's, like, the only thing that can kill him. <laughs> like, unfortunately, like, why would he do that? What an asshole. You know, he, he, I guess maybe he didn't know what it was, I guess. But I, I don't know. That was stupid. And then it's like, okay, go read The Witching Hour. She's not a magic character normally, so they weren't 
prepared for her harnessing her new magic powers. That caught him by surprise. Yeah, I suppose. Oh, and then the uh, Swamp Thing. He was, uh, he, he's, uh, he's talking about the green all the time, right? Like his weed yeah. powers or whatever he does? No. He also mentioned the red. What is, so there's like all the, there's like the, any color. What does the red do? Is that blood? Yeah, sure. Okay. So then the blue would be like the water, I would imagine. I don't know. So there's a color for everything? I don't know. I know the green. I know that's a thing. What was he talking about when he saw the red? Was that magic or was that Uh, I forget. I don't know. It was one of the two. He was talking about, he was talking to Constantine about it, I think. Constantine has Doctor Strange powers too. That's weird. no. Fuck Doctor Strange. He he has Doctor Strange powers. What do you mean? He does not. He's doing the stupid hand circles. Because he was making that light. What do you call it? Constantine powers, man. Oh, really? Show some respect. I th- his powers is like smoking cigarettes and solving mysteries, isn't it? He doesn't have superpowers, does he? He's a magician. Or uh, exorcisms. Really? Yeah. I thought he was an exorcist. He's like that priest in The Exorcist. He has to exercise power lines and shit. I didn't know he had magic powers. Yeah, and he doesn't have to say his shit backwards like Satana does. Oh yeah, that was that's kind of cool, I guess. If, so if you speak backwards, then it's then it's magic. If you're part of the Zatara family line. Oh okay. Oh, also about Swamp Thing, I really like his vine beard. Yeah, that's cool. They, they gave him sort of like vine dreads too, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. Like, when they do that with Groot, I always fucking hate it because it looks god-awfully stupid. Because they yeah. will occasionally do that where they'll give him, like, giant tree branch, like, dreads. But it looks good on Swamp Thing. Yeah, I like it. Oh, and uh, when the Detective Chimp is trying to figure out how to fix his uh, fuck-up in Army of Darkness world, he says, bring me some mead. Mead helps me think. Me too. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, because I'm, I'm a genius too, and I've got all these thoughts running through my head. I have to kill most of yeah. them to focus. That's what I have to do. So too. I need to drink constantly when solving mysteries. Yeah, exactly. Saving worlds and shit. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, so, would you recommend this book? The New Fifty Two Justice League Dark Team is infinitely and endlessly better, but. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll check. I'll keep checking this one out. I like I like the addition of okay. Wonder Woman. That that could be cool. I mean, I guess the characters are cool, but uh, I don't like how they start a story in the middle of the volume that I'm buying, and then go to something else, and then just come back to yeah. I, I, the the middle part is missing in this book. It's bullshit. Fuck it. Reminds me of Dark Knight's Metal. The story's stupid. Uh, nobody knows what this magic thing is. I, I hated that they just took out the middle. If you're going to do this weird bullshit, like at least lean into it and don't make me read a, another thing. Just show me in this book. Why are you introducing it? And then, like in the beginning of this book, you're introducing Wonder Woman and then you say, go read something else. Like this just started. What do you mean? I just bought this. This is the third issue. Yeah, it is. 
it is weird and rare that a collected volume will just randomly cut out the middle issue. Like that <laughs> I'm not sure I, how I don't often get I've it. seen that. But it's so weird. It's like it, this is a new run of a comic book here. It's like this is a brand new title. And then three issues in, you're like, oh, go read something else. Well, what the fuck? What, why did I even buy this? Uh, buy it for free on readcomiconline.to if you really want to check it out. But this is like an incomplete story if you buy it on Amazon like I did. Speaking of Amazon, are you ready for some reviews? I am. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! Alright, this one is two stars, and the title is It's New 52 JLD All Over Again. So you just mentioned that new 52 thing, so I'm going to start with this one. With all its problems, heroic Constantine is throwing fireballs, parentheses, once in a second half of the book, once in a second half of the book. What a weird sentence. But once is too much in his case. What do you think about this sentence? Grammatically confusing. Once in a <laughs> so he's saying half. that. So he threw one fireball in the book, according to this guy, and that was too many. Yes. Okay. Do you think it's too many fireballs, or do, would you need more fireballs? What's wrong with fireballs? Fireballs are awesome. Do you think Constantine should throw Doctor Strange fireballs? Don't call him Doctor Strange fireballs. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor okay. Strange is the poor man's John Constantine. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I feel like they were different characters until this book. Doctor Strange doesn't wear a cool trench coat and he doesn't smoke cigarettes. And he's not Keanu Reeves. That's true. He's not John Wick. <laughs> he's a lame-ass smog guy from the Lord of the Rings movie. Therefore, Constantine is John Wick. Well, yeah, it's the same dude. Okay, Johnny Utah, gotcha. man. <laughs> Okay, anyway. Epic events happening. This time, it's all magic going wrong for everyone. And supposedly creepy other kind is invading. The whole idea of JLD is meh, and I don't like Zatanna's new design and face, which somehow never look good, except on alternate covers by Capullo. Actually, yeah, Zatanna burns her hat in the beginning, and I feel like I need the hat. She needs the hat. Right? Yeah, I am a fan of her hat, yeah. I mean, I, I like any hat, so yeah, getting rid of a hat will never win me over. Yeah, I mean, I, I need the top hat on her, or it's just not not doing it for me. But it's sort of petition to bring back her top hat. Yeah. Rewrite, rewrite this entire storybook <laughs> with the top hat. Yeah, exactly. Come on, internet, follow along. <laughs> Right. But why did that dude not like the new 52? He didn't, he didn't say, but I, I thought you might know about that. I liked the new 52 Justice League Dark. That's when I first started like reading them regularly. Oh, okay. Well, I guess this guy doesn't like it. I, I don't know if he means that negatively, though. But I guess it's two stars, so it must be negative. It seemed like he was saying it was a bad thing. Yeah, I guess so. New 52, I think, is when John Constantine first went from... Uh, the uh, DC's minor imprint Vertigo to like the main DC canon. So maybe because Constantine like got tamed down a lot, maybe that's why you wouldn't like it. I liked it because it introduced Constantine to like the whole DC world. 
Oh, so you're you're a Constantine fanboy. I like Constantine. He's a badass. Yeah, he's I, guess, awesome. I guess that that makes sense then. One more review that is short, but uh, but wrong. This is five stars. Great start. Great way to kick off the series. Uh, that's wrong. Fuck you. All right. So I like I like that guy's review. <laughs> I think it's wrong. Good for you. Yeah. Great. All right. So anyway. Um, speaking of teams getting together, we talked about the Runaways in our next segment, which is Fuck These Comic Book Shows! Alright. Runaways. What'd you think of this show? So I actually had a ton of notes about this. Um, okay, yeah, I had, I had a few. So, I've never actually read, like, the first handful of issues of the series from back when it first started like i've read like they've relaunched it in their newest timeline like 2019 or 2018 i think is when it first came out but i have read that first issue and i actually read it recently anything i ever knew about it was after gertrude had already been killed her and alex were both already dead in everything I started reading okay. it around the time like Victor joined the team. He was the son of Ultron. He's a cyborg spy trying to spy on this Runaways team for some reason. And then like the okay. power of love and friendship overwhelms him, and he joins the team. And he's a regular member now. But hmm. yeah, I had no idea who Alex and Gertrude were. I just I, I know who Gert is. I didn't know who Alex was. I didn't know he was an actual character. I had to look him up on Wikipedia. Okay, so are these X Men? Molly Hayes is a mutant. Um, okay. I don't think any of the others are mutants. Coralina Dean is an alien. Chase and Gert, I don't think, have actual, like, superpowers. Yeah, I think Gert had, like, some kind of, like, experiments done to her, and, like, she has a psychic link to Old Lace, who we saw for, like, a okay. second. Old Lace is the dinosaur. I had a note, like, midway through the show, because it was boring, and I was like, where the fuck is Old Lace? That's all I want. And then at the very end, they tease him. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, Runaways, good job. That was the only character that mattered to me was seeing Old Lace, the dinosaur. Who is that? Old the Lace, dinosaur? the dinosaur, yeah. Like when, when Molly Hayes... When, when was that there? At the very end, Molly has to go and feed the pets because Gert is late, waiting for uh, oh, Chase to study. That's a dinosaur? That's a dinosaur. That, that was a crocodile, happened. I thought. No, it's a dinosaur. I thought that was a crocodile. Oh, fuck, okay. Like a velociraptor. Some kind of dinosaur okay. like that, but yeah. Well, all right, that sounds fun. Um, okay, so this is uh, the Runaways consist of a team. I've I've called them names here. Uh, you have you have your um, strong, muscular jock guy, of course. No, so that dude is nothing at all like that in the books. He's like we're talking about the show, <laughs> but all right, he is absolutely nothing at all like Chase is in the comics. Like okay. I had a bunch of notes about how terrible he is in this compared to the comics. Like, what do you I mean? Don't... He was awesome. He's going to parties. He's saving girls from getting date raped. Whoa. That was the one heroic thing he did, but he is not Chase. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, there is a muscular jack guy in this show, whether or not it was in the books. Uh, there's, a, there's a church girl. There's an Asian goth. There's your, uh, there's your nerd character. There's a SJW snowflake character. And there's uh what was the other one? The cheerleader character. And was that all of them? I think that's all of them. 
No, you're wrong on that. There's no cheerleader. Yeah, there is. Or the one with the super strength. She was trying out. She was. Oh, she tried out. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So that one is supposed to be Molly Hayes, who we have read in the X Men Blue when they do the time traveling shit uh -huh. and they get those like future old man uh, Deadpool team, the the okay. giant muscular tank girl of their team with the red hair. That's Molly Hayes from the future. She's the only mutant of the team. Okay. And in this one, she's Molly Hernandez, not Molly Hayes. Hmm. But she did, but she did have Molly's hat on, which I, I like that. They did at least have her wear the hat. Okay, I see. And uh, let's see. So the church girl is the alien. When she goes to that party, oh, she's an and she alien? takes the drugs and like she removes that bracelet for a second, and she's nah, dude, she didn't take those light. drugs. Or she didn't take those drugs. She okay. threw them out the window after we. That was the reveal. Uh, that bracelet, uh, man. I must have looked down at that before. But yeah, she takes <laughs> off her bracelet and then she magically becomes actual Carolina Dean. Okay. I thought maybe she was Dazzler, which is why I asked if it was X-Men, because she's doing the light thing. Sort of similar like power set. Like it, it's like light okay, and I see. color projection. She's the uh, openly gay member of the team. Oh, really? Yeah. Whoa. When I first started reading this for a real brief time, she was dating a, uh, I think it was a Super Scroll female character and some bounty hunters came it was very very firestorm from uh dc-esque like they had some mm. like bounty hunters come down and they were like uh whatever carolina dean we're gonna here to take you to some prison or something and the scroll girl was like oh okay and she just turned into carolina dean's body form and like knocked her out for a second and she went in their place, and I've never once seen that girl referenced or brought back or mentioned again. So I don't know. I okay. assume she's dead. Yeah, probably. So the nerd character, I want to talk about his hairline. He has like a, you, you've heard of a five head, right? Like you don't have a forehead, you have a five head? Nope. You know this joke? No. It okay, it means funny. your hairline is receded. But this dude has a two head, dude. His hairline is like crazy non-receded it's the opposite it's like going the opposite direction like toward his eyebrows he has like a he has like a, a millimeter between his eyebrows and his hairline it's crazy the youth i know yeah fuck fuck you guys <laughs> and they're sweet sweet hairlines yeah i know you're not gonna have that forever you little shit you better enjoy it and also that that uh that cheerleading the cheerleader scene. I was hoping for a Riverdale like makeout scene <laughs> during that. I, I was reminded of Riverdale during that scene, but unfortunately, no, it was not nearly as good. So like, it was like people like doing dance it like skillfully dancing instead of like just doing generic moves and then making out. This girl no, they was were doing like, it wrong. She's like experiencing her period for the first time while she's doing this and like complaining about the cramps. <laughs> but apparently, yeah. when you first get your first menstruals, that's when you learn your superhuman strength and invulnerability powers that's when they come i guess in this show yeah i suppose they do so maybe that's why it was so intense yeah i guess and then there was another scene where everybody's phone goes off and i thought that somebody's nudes were leaked like the church girl had these nudes or whatever and then someone got a hold of them and like hacked her but no it's just somebody like memed her photo uh and called her brainwashed and then she was all upset about it. 
I don't know. That was that was a mediocre meme at best. I don't know what was so upsetting about well, that. This was ABC Family, so or Freeform, whatever the fuck it's called now. So you know, this is Hulu. You can't push, isn't buttons. it? Oh, is, I don't fucking know. Yeah, yeah this is Hulu. Is. Yeah. You can you can so leak you nudes you on Hulu. You can't push boundaries. <laughs> I guess not. I mean, I you know. can almost date rape the girl and start to unbutton her skirt, or oh, whatever, yeah. but you can't. You can't show anything more than like a vomiting rainbow meme of her. <laughs> right. That's as far as your internet bullying can go. The, I mean, the... they did it on Power Rangers that 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 well, that's not leak or whatever. Hulu. I think did they? I, mean, I guess it's not, but Wait, still, really, I think the they movie? did. Yeah, they did something along those lines. Yeah, I think someone's nudes got leaked or something like Shit. something about like a similar situation. Everyone's Tommy's. phone goes off at the same time. I think it was. Uh, I think it was um, the Pink Rangers. Oh man, no one wants that. I gotta watch that movie again. That was a great movie. Yeah, I gotta watch that movie too. Yeah. But, All right, go uh, ahead. Sorry, I interrupted. I, you. I can't remember what I'm talking about. Um. So, the Asian goth girl is Nico Moreau. She will eventually study under Doctor Strange and like become one of the best magicians on the planet in Marvel. She'll become a Constantine. She'll be the poor man's Constantine. Yes. <laughs> like in the comics, she yeah. has to prick her finger or like cut herself anytime and she pulls out this awesome weapon called the staff of one and she can use any spells she can only use it once though with the staff so like it's kind of fucking stupid because she can never repeat the same spell and she always okay. has to like cut herself in order to use that one spell <laughs> when i was reading on the wikipedia they said huh? they said they're never gonna introduce any of that stuff into the show because they don't want to have her harming herself because of impressionable viewers. <laughs> what? So, so I assume she's going to be a super awful character on the show. Oh, man. That sucks. Yeah, because she is actually like their badass leader. But I don't okay. see that happening here on the show for her. <laughs> well, that's too bad. I didn't, like, I didn't like that Molly was in the same school with all of them. Molly's supposed to be like six or seven years younger than all of them. Like, she's a young little okay. child. Like, she's a grade school-aged child compared to the rest of them who are all, like, teenagers and, like, middle school, high school kids. Well, they were treating her like she was a child, but it's like, she looks like she's, like, two years younger. Just give her the whiskey. What the fuck? So who cares? She's not that much younger. I like uh, Carolina Dean's parents at the church. The one lady was on the first two seasons of Bosch. And then her dad uh, is Sunshine from Remember the Titans. Hmm. So, great casting there. Yeah. Speaking of production value, like, this show has really good production value compared to some of the other bullshit we've been watching. Like, especially compared to those CW shows, it's like, they can't good camera work. It's just shot much better. You know, there's some money behind it. They took some time and I planned mean, it out and stuff. It's a Hulu series. They got that Hulu money. If Hulu can buy yeah. Seinfeld, what can't they pay for their shows, you know? True. That's true. Yeah, they, they put money behind it, unlike the CW, who just tries to make it cheap as fuck. I did enjoy this. What about you? Did you like the show? Yeah, it wasn't. It was absolutely not the worst thing we've watched so far. No way. This and, like, Van Helsing might be... Of theirs, like the two favorites, I think. This was actually cool. I wouldn't mind watching more of this. Like, uh, the the one nitpick I have here, another one. 
just because I, I was familiar with the stories and stuff. Why, every time Molly Hayes was starting to get her powers or to use her powers, why were her eyes lighting up and glowing only when she was using her powers? Like, no X-Men, <laughs> no mutant character in any other, like, form of live-action, like, in series. Like, no one in the fucking movies, like, Jean Grey's eyes aren't lighting up except for, like, when it's the Dark Phoenix overtaking her. Well... Like, Nightcrawler's eyes don't glow when he uses his teleport powers in the movies. Wolverine's, Cyclops power, does. Wolverine's eyes don't glow. That's... First of all, you can't see his <laughs> eyes, so fuck you. You're wrong. You can. <laughs> you can. Some shots. Yes, you can. You've seen his eyes. Only when, like, Jean Grey cancels his powers for a second and lets him open them. Every other time, <laughs> he's just wearing his Ruby Quartz visor. Yeah. But, like... But Wolverine's eyes don't glow when he's starting to use his regen powers. So why on earth were Molly's eyes oh, glowing every time she got her period powers or whatever the fuck? Well, that was the thing that took me out of it. Like I said, the production is good. The uh, special effects aren't. So I don't know why you would bother making like shitty eye glowing that's unnecessary. Because it doesn't look good. And that like everything else, like it is pretty well shot. But like just don't use the stupid CG like bullshit eye thing. What the fuck? And then my other big complaint about this thing was just everything with Chase. Like, he's the comic relief character in the books. In this, he's like this big, handsome jock dude. Like, in the comics, he's got, like, long, like, skater, punk rock, like, blonde hair. It's really pretty hair. But he's the comic relief guy, and he's sort of like the, the charming big brother character to, like, Molly Hayes. Like, they've got this really good dynamic, the two of them. He dates Gertrude in the books. And after she dies, uh-huh. he takes over as being like old Lace's, uh, uh, like old Lace and Gert had like some kind of like experiments done to both of them where they're like psychically linked together. And somehow, as Gert dies, oh she passes that psychic link on to Chase. So Chase and old Lace become linked together. It's really fucking insanely dumb, but okay, I don't know. I'm glad that the show isn't doing that. It's like, that's kind of the really too stupid of a thing to put in a TV show. I can't imagine they would ever do that. But um, is is Gertrude the purple hair? Yeah, that's the purple hair one. She's a, the purple. She would be named Gertrude. For some reason in this, like her and Molly are both adopted by the same family. And like I, I said, I uh. read, I recently read like the, the newest uh, re- retelling of this team like uh, the 2018 version and in that one it's sort of a similar setup where Molly Hayes is now living with her grandmother who she found and uh, Gert is like being adopted by the grandmother and then it turns out the grandmother was evil they all stop him and save him but yeah fuck. there's okay. also a girl who's younger than uh, Molly Hayes who was on the team for a brief time, and in that comic book they say that she was adopted by like a foster family. I don't remember her name, I don't remember her powers or anything about her, but she was not on this show. Okay. So by the end of the show, like, their parents, I, you know, these, these kids were friends when they were younger, and then they drifted apart as they got older. They randomly had an older sister for Nico, and like, she died somehow at some point in time and that's kind of like what split them all apart that's how they all dealt with that loss because apparently they were all friends with her too right but their parents are wait their parents are in a cult because of that no the parents are all bad guys in a cult together like the kids were all friends together 
that's what that Alex Kidd keeps talking about and where he sent that photo to everyone. Like try to like get them all to bond again or something. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so the the parents are they go behind a Scooby Doo bookshelf, which is stupid to unlock it. They have this stack of coasters, and then um the one dude was like, Oh, let me get a coaster, and he just like picks one up he tries to pick one up and he just moves like the switch. I think that's a bad place to put a secret switch because that's something that people yeah, will probably everyone pick uses, up. If they, everyone who's not an asshole is going to go for your coasters. Yeah, like if you're, you're, this is a nice establishment. You need the coasters. You can't be putting your drinks on fucking tables in put this it kind of room. Like some shitty book that no one's going to bother to read. A vase or something. Like nobody's going to move the vase. Like you would, you would never touch that. Like an asshole. You yeah, pick up the coaster because yeah. you're trying to not be an asshole, uh, and then you're like, oh fuck, there's a secret switch back here. And then they see their parents like doing some sort of ritual where they sacrifice this uh, this runaway girl who was in the beginning of the episode in the cold open. Uh, and then someone tries to take a picture, and they have their flash on like a fucking asshole. Yeah, what? What an idiot! Who has their flash? Who uses their Molly, flash? Wasn't seriously, wasn't that Molly? I think so. Why would you? You should have your flash off at all times because it always looks like garbage. What the fuck is wrong with you? You know that was the end of the episode, which I kind of wanted to go on to. The next episode, I wasn't. I'm interested. I liked it. Um, I think they're doing some cool stuff. I, I enjoyed the episode. At one point, the parents were talking to each other, and this one like uh, nerdy white dude goes up to the black dude, and he was calling him like Sugar Ray and stuff like that. I thought that was hilarious. He was trying to like fit in and like be cool. <laughs> uh, maybe good stuff. maybe that guy used to be a boxer, so that's why he calls him Sugar Ray. I think it's just because he was a bald black guy, <laughs> like a very big bald black guy. Oh, uh, I think he was just being an asshole. But he was also Mark McGrath styles of handsome, so maybe that was why as well. <laughs> yeah, sure. It was, a, it was a compliment. Uh, yeah, it made me laugh though. I thought that was pretty funny. He's like trying to be cool. Yeah, like all these parents, like they have zero in common. Not a single like set of parents yeah. has anything in common with any of the others. But they're all hanging out in these secret club meetings. No, this is a very like multiracial, insanely diverse. Like, they got oh, the yeah. vegan parents. The diversity is through the roof. Yeah, like the vegan social justice warrior parents <laughs> yeah, there, and then true. they've got like, yeah, the hippie. The, yeah, uh, yeah. Rich, rich and black and dudes and who got out the characters. Hood. Yeah, the wasps from the church. That's the uh, remember the Titans guy and the girl from Bosch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But, true. I do have. I do have one more note about her character. Uh huh. When she's at the church, she's given the ceremony, so she's like a pastor, a pastor or father or whatever the fuck they are. But she said that she was reading something from a book by David Heller. Who she said it was by her father, David Heller. David Heller is the name of Legion. So like, there's no chance that oh, these yeah. two are crossover shows because one is Hulu, one is a uh, Fox. But I just thought that was yeah. like a really, really weird little like Easter egg or, or something that they were just throwing in there a reference. Yeah, Legion, best show on TV. Because, like, every, anything I've ever read with the Runaways, there's no mention whatsoever of Legion. So it has nothing to do. It's not like he created them or anything insane like that. So I don't know. I don't get what that reference was for. Maybe it all takes place in his mind. I'm saying. You never like, know. No, I'm saying that it in the comics that has never come up. So I don't think it does. Okay. Oh, well. I can't wait until, like, one of these seasons when we finally get the Ultron crossover where he tries to infiltrate him with Victor. That's all I want to see oh, is there Victor. there you go. <laughs> Think Ultron is going to show up? Yeah. 
Yeah, probably. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I would recommend the show. I think that's all I have to say about it. It's uh, it's interesting. I think they're doing cool stuff with it. Do we have a show for next week, or do you just want to go with number episode two then? I mean, I enjoyed it too, but uh, I think we should stick to the different shows. Um, I didn't put out a poll. I was just going to ask you, what do you want to watch? Oh, and actually, by the way, I know you didn't like episode one of shows, but I do think that this was a very good episode one. Yeah. So, <laughs> shit. It's hard to know what to do with that. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're shit. I don't know. Let's let's see what there is. I think Fear the Walking Dead, I think that premieres this week, right? Do you watch that one at all? Because we can check that out. I do. I start doing that one. Garrett Dillahunt. starting next week? Garrett Dillahunt has been, like, tweeting and, like, posting pictures on Instagram, promoting the shit out of that show. I didn't know he was a part of that show. You never told me Garrett Dillahunt was on it. Uh, I don't know who that is. Who's he on the show? Oh, uh, he's he's the dude from uh, uh, motherfucker. He was on the the gifted. He was the uh, evil doctor guy, and he was in Deadwood. He's the guy who killed Wild Bill Hillcock. He was on the show Raising Hope. He's in tons okay. of shit. He's in God of Hand or Hands of God, whatever well, that fucking name is on show was. Hand of God. Okay, yeah. Well, you you want to try to watch the first episode of the new season then? I guess I'll check it out. <laughs> If not that, we can go back and find one of the episodes McCartney was in, because I'm sure I'd like that episode more. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's let's try the new season. That's a new... Let me, let me double check, make You've sure... You've already got the music for it, so... We do, yeah. So that's the good part about it. Yeah, yeah, that is next week. All right, well, Fear the Walking Dead, then? All right. What season is this? Three? Season, uh... Maybe five or Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's been a while. Congratulations, AMC. I had no idea. Yeah, season five. And uh Morgan. Morgan is in this too. Alright, yeah, let's and do Jenna that. Elfman? Who does Jenna Elfman play on this show? I assume she's like a leader character. Uh, you gotta tell me the characters' names. I don't know the yet. She's like a, a early forties blonde woman. Oh, uh she died last season. Oh, she's not in it? Okay. Yeah, but she was kind of like the leader. She was a you know, mother, basically, protecting her kids. Um, yeah, this is kind of the show. It's, it's kind of like Game of Thrones, how you never know who's going to die. You know, it could be someone who's very important. You never know who the main character is. Did McCartney's character die, or did he just go away? I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> this no. is a long time. This is five seasons. The earlier seasons weren't all that memorable. It's only when you got to like, uh, I think season three is where it started getting good. Uh, season four was good too. But yeah, season one and two, I thought were kind of very mediocre. I don't really remember what happened with them. Mm. Sweet. I can't wait. And also speaking of uh, comic book shows, uh, did you see the trailer for Batwoman? Did you happen to see that? I didn't see the uh, official trailer. I just saw a little post on Instagram. So it was like a 30 second clip. <laughs> That show looks stupid. It's a CW show again. Yeah, I know, I know. It's replacing Arrow. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, they canceled Arrow and they're going with their new batch. <laughs> they're leaning like really heavily into the pandering to the SJW audience. It's very apparent in the trailer how they're they're definitely just trying to like, you know, do a cash grab for like, oh look, we have a woman superhero. And in cool. the trailer, they're like, it's a woman, it's a woman, it's a woman, it's a woman, like constantly. Like, hey, well, a woman. She's a, a woman, woman and a she's woman. also a gay out 
gay character. I mean, that's everything you want right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. If only if, got if only she were like a non-white character, that'd be perfect. Yeah. Diversity. Yeah. Why would they song. make her white? That's racist. This show is fucking racist. That's what I have to say. It, it's the girl from It's the girl from John Wick too, and uh, Orange is the oh, really? Black, right? Is that, uh, uh, maybe. I don't know. She has like her haircut. Super tatted girl on like her. Orange is the New Black. I don't think so. Is it? I don't know. I think it is. I have to check. I don't know. But yeah, the the she's uh takes the Batman costume, and she talks to a. Uh, I think this is supposed to be Alfred, but it's like a young black Alfred. So I guess that's where they get their racial diversity. <laughs> but anyway, she's like, you need to you need to fix this costume about the Batman costume. He's like, oh, it's already a perfect costume. It's like it will be perfect when it fits a woman. I hope it's Luke Fox from the uh, Detective Comics team. That'd be awesome. That's Lucius Fox's son. Okay, maybe. And then it shows her like fighting crime in the bat suit, and she's like, "Oh, everybody thinks I'm Batman. You're not going to take credit for a woman's work." And then she puts like a dumb red wig on it. So <laughs> I don't know, man. It's uh it's weird. But we'll have to come back to that one for this uh, show. I forget when it's coming out, but we're definitely going to have to check into that series. I don't think it that looks one's like until it's like be garbage. The fall. Oh, really? Okay. Well, might have Walking Dead at that point. Well, at some point, we'll have to check it out. I think. Also, the new season of Legion is coming out uh, in June, season. toward the end of June. Oh, fuck. Too bad. But we're going to have to watch that, too, for this show. We'll have to watch the first episode of the new season. Because <laughs> it's great. Legion is an awesome show. Also, oh, I, I've rented uh, Preacher Season 3 from the library, and I watched that. Yeah? I can't get over how perfectly casted Jody was. That was like the one big <laughs> note. It's just how awesome they did with casting Jody. Well, the Saint of Killers, I thought, was really good casting, too. How'd you feel about Saint of Killers? Well, yeah, but he's not new to this season. Oh, like, true. I, yeah. I remember seeing him on it when I was still watching it on TV. Yeah. I did, like, there was one episode where, like, he's getting out of hell or something, and he wants to go back on a, a mission, and he oh. just gets lashed for, like, eight days in a row or something, and at the end of <laughs> yeah. it, you just see him turn around and it's just nothing but bone left. Like, it's nothing but his spinal cord left to his bone. Like, that's how bad yeah, yeah. Ash she was. That was awesome. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. So, so the devil does appear in that season, right? Yeah. You yeah. see the devil that, in a stupid, like, green screen room. <laughs> I thought in the comics, though, like, he gets lashed by the devil like that, and then he just kills the devil and takes over yeah. as the devil himself. I think he did kill the devil in that show. Like they don't have ass face at all in the episodes I watched, but is he still dicking around in hell with Hitler for some ungodly stupid <laughs> reason? Yeah. He's still hanging out with Hitler. Jesus in hell. Christ. Why do they even have that shit going on? <laughs> what is that? I don't know, but it's so funny. Hitler is a very sympathetic character in this show, <laughs> but he's, he makes zero appearances in the fucking comic. Why is he even on it? I because it's funny, I guess. I don't know. I like it. I think it's hilarious. It's so stupid, but it's really funny. I like the adventures of Assface and Hitler in Hell. It's fun. I guess. <laughs> All right. I prefer my Assface singing country music, becoming a huge megastar, though. <laughs> Should be singing Nirvana, I think, is a, what he was into. Oh, I thought he sang country. Okay. Was it? 
Well, he shot himself to be like uh, Kurt Cobain. Yeah, but I thought he got he got one brief like top pop single, and I thought it was a country song that he sang. Uh, maybe like, remember when they like in the comic? I haven't read it in a while, but there was a brief time where they had just yeah. had to find something for him to do. So he goes off on his own as like a, a singer. Oh, yeah. And Cassidy, I think, was his manager. I do. Yeah, I remember that. He was doing something stupid like that. The one big problem I'm having with this season is Cassidy and uh, Tulip are both absolute assholes. Jesse tells you <laughs> yeah. to go away and save yourself. Stop being cunts. You're not being heroes. No one's like going to be like, oh, gee, thanks for uh, totally ignoring every warning I gave you to save yourself by dicking around here and dying. Thanks for that. Like, what fucking idiots. Fuck both of those characters. They're, they're yeah. just pissing me off every single episode. The dumber and dumber they act. Yeah, I think they get worse throughout the series. So I'm ready to move on to you. Are you ready to yeah, move on? Yeah, speaking of the fear of the Walking Dead, here's the Walking Dead video game update. Play that song. Uh, I was also going to say, speaking of um, groups of teenagers, too, to relate it to that uh, Runaway show. But yeah, let's play this drop. The it is Walking there. Dead update. But yeah, how does that a... work in the game? It's just one girl and the little kid, right? It's Clementine. But you find a group of survivors, and they're like Lord of the Flies. You know, they just live in the school, and it's just like kids and teens. There's no adults there. Uh, somehow, that's that's kind of like the whole thing. You're like you're hanging out with these people, trying to figure them out and do all this shit. But it, you know, the game is actually very fun. I I think that it's still you know it's still got it. I'm still interested. I like it, even though it's the last one. That kind of sucks. So. Yeah, I mean, basically, you're you're just trying to help these kids out. Uh, there's some other uh, group of scavengers that are causing a few problems there. You're trying to like find food. Uh, I, I don't know if I should. Yeah, I guess I can spoil it. I guess it doesn't yeah, matter. Shoots a video game. Yeah, fuck it. I guess this is a kind of an older video game too. I don't know why I'm avoiding spoilers. It's it's leaving the marketplace in like the end of the month. So who gives a shit? If people haven't played it yet, they're never going to. Yeah. Anyway, but you go to this train station and you find a stash of food that was uh, that was rigged. You know, it's like under the floorboards. You open up this trap door in the floor and it's like, oh, shit, there's a lot of food down there. And then a grenade just falls on the floor <laughs> and like blows it up. Oh, wait, I don't know so how they rigged it that way. That's crazy. I, well, apparently it was a booby trap for some reason. So it was I don't understand like... why you would do that. It's just like a big fuck you. To like whoever opens that door, yeah, I don't know. Because like the people who owned that, uh, or the people who were staying there were dead. They they had killed themselves. Uh, you find their zombified bodies oh, nice. with the notes saying right, like, like we wanted then. it. They're tied to it. They're tied to a chair together. They're like leave us like this. We wanted it this way. And you could choose to like kill them or not. Um, which I, I you know I kill them. Like, you gotta kill them. If you don't, they're gonna come back. Yeah, at some seriously. Point in time later on in the next chapter. Yeah. Why would I fuck myself like that? Um, but AJ, well, like, the kid is named AJ. He kind of looks like Miles Morales, too. He reminds me a lot of Miles Morales. <laughs> but anyway, he, uh, you know, he'll he'll watch you do shit, and apparently that'll, like, change his outlook on stuff, which I, I guess I kind of made him, like, a crazy person. Because in the end, he's, he, uh, you you find out that the this group of teens, the leader, this, like, teenage boy, was uh, talking to this other group of survivors. There was a, uh, and actually, yeah, this has so many similarities to the Runaways. Because there was a dead twins uh, who was the sister of this one kid in the thing. 
but apparently he didn't they didn't die they they were handed over to this other group for some reason i guess to be recruited into their army or whatever because they're they were talking about them feuding with another community or whatever i don't know if they're referencing the walking dead proper or what but uh they they're taking kids and like training them to be soldiers um which you find out later people are pissed when they find out it's like the leader knew about this and one of the other girls knew about it and kept it a secret and you hear them fighting and you go down in the basement and find them and uh the leader dude like hits her with a flashlight which ends up killing her uh, cuz the like split her head open <laughs> and like that's how clementine finds out about it then like the dude is like going crazy you know the kid the kid house also has this gun and it looks a lot like the gun that frank reynolds has and a couple times throughout what i've been playing clementine will ask him like hey aj you got your gun and he's like yep and pulls it out like with the same comedic timing as frank reynolds so i thought it was really funny <laughs> it's like woohoo right here <laughs> They're like all right put your gun away but anyway he's like pointing a gun at the leader you know like where the fuck is clementine because he tried to lock her in the basement with the zombie uh, other girl which you have to kill her obviously and then there's like confrontation you kind of talk him down from like shooting anybody you know, as soon as like he's like, okay, I give up, I'll I'll go, I'm sorry. And then you know, you choose like tell him like, no, you're a prisoner, no, you go away, no, you uh, uh you can stay. Um, so you say that, and I I assume no matter what you say, uh, AJ just shoots him in the back of the head <laughs> before you get a chance to even say it. Um, so I, I don't know if that was my fault or like for kind of being an asshole and like telling him like, you know, yeah, fuck him, like you you got to survive, do what you got to do. Uh, you know, there there doesn't matter. <laughs> like shit like that you know it's interesting the way they do that so then you, i ended up getting voted out and you find in the other community that took the kids they find you out in the woods once they kick you out for killing that dude you know they kind of say okay you gotta go um so you're out in the woods and you you run into uh the other group like two people and one of them is lily from the first game or from the first chapter do you remember her uh remind me who she is uh, she killed somebody, I think it was Carly, and uh, you had to choose to either kill her or leave her behind as Lee. She was a little girl? She was a, No, she wasn't a little girl. She was a woman, uh, full grown. I think the, the person you save in the first chapter of the first game, you can either save like that fat dude or the woman. Uh, I saved oh, the yeah, woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I remember and that. And that's who got killed later by this girl. So she comes back like way fucking later, too, which is, which is kind of funny, I think. So I totally forgot about her. Uh, but they do this thing where they remind you, and uh, you have to kind of put your choices in, like, what did you choose back then? And uh, so they kind of reminded you, like, oh, you left her behind, and it's like, okay, sure. She's part of the group, so there's that going on. That's about where I ended right there, is, like, running away from them. And, oh, shit, uh, there was a, you know, you're running from these people, you get separated, you know, the people who kicked you out end up hearing gunshots and following and, like, try to help you out, and you eventually get away from these other people, from Lily and them, and uh, a whisperer saves you. Oh, the fuck. whisperer makes a appearance. He's a rogue whisperer, though. Like he he went away after he saw what they did to another community. He's, I assume that still that's got to be whisperer? Walking Dead proper. He's still wearing the skin suit to like <laughs> so, uh, walk around. So he's not completely sane. He's still kind of insanely crazy and evil. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, Terrifying, but he'll save you. Why not? He's not evil and terrifying, but he's still a little crazy. He uh, sent in his walkers to distract the people to save you. And he's like, oh, I felt bad killing those walkers. I didn't want them to die. 
and shit like that. I'm like, why? Fuck them. Like you, you're wearing their they skin. They literally you grow asshole. on trees, man. They are everywhere <laughs> yeah, in this I world. Mean, honestly, so that was pretty funny. Um, but that's about where I went. He he gets you back to the school that where the kids are, and they kind of let you back in because AJ got shot, so he had to get him healed up. Um, so they let you stay at least for a while, and that's kind of where I stopped. So if you didn't kick Lily out in the first game, does she still chase after you? Like, man, that's that's a hell of a call. I don't know. Because I don't even remember that yeah, character fuck. until you described it to me. Well, I'm wondering if she just survived somehow. You thought you killed her. And I, I assume they would just do that. Because these games, are they, they kind of give you the illusion of choice and the illusion of change. But it, it all kind of... It all kind of comes back together some way, one way or another, to kind of do the same thing. So I assume it's just that. You also have collectibles in this game. So for some reason, you find a bunch of like animal skulls. Like there's a cat skull and a deer skull and a boar skull. Do you make a cool necklace out of them? Well, you just use them as decorations in your bedroom in the school. <laughs> cool. <laughs> like, and uh, but that's that's what Clem keeps saying. I don't know how cool it is. Like, to, he's like, "Oh, a cat skull. This is edgy. I'm gonna keep this." She calls it edgy, and that's no. why she keeps it. No, <laughs> this is why that company went under. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Why am I collecting skulls? This is really fucked up, and it's creepy. You, like, hang the deer skull on your wall, and I don't like it. I think it's scary. It makes how the room old scary. Is supposed to be in this one. She's like in her 20s She's like now? teenage. No, I think she's she's more of a teenager. Uh, but she's basically becoming the caregiver to AJ like Lee was to her. So I'm assuming at some point AJ is either going to have to choose to kill shoot you or Clem as is like, yeah or leave you behind. So I, I'm assuming they're they're going to all lead up to that eventually. Uh, that's what I'm guessing, but I haven't got there yet. As long as Clem is teaching him to cut his hair so the zombies can't grab it. <laughs> yeah yeah well his his hair is a little bit long i i don't think she's doing a good job with oh, that man Clem, you're supposed to protect this kid i know oh and then there was some graffiti in the in one of the walls in the school that said uh death murder one word in <laughs> cool. the metallica font it was in the metallica font which is the best part <laughs> so i like that a lot oh and the the best part is you know you come back to the school aj's getting healed up they give you some clothes. It's like, here, his, his clothes are all torn up. Like, here's some shirts. And one of the shirts is a science dog shirt. So that's fucking awesome. <laughs> Do you remember science dog? From uh, Invincible? Yeah, 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 the poster. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So you got you to gotta pick the science way to, dog Way shirt. to try to win over Robert Kirkman. I know. <laughs> it's like, see, Robert Kirkman, science dog. Hmm? But it's good. It's, it's, a, it's a fun show. Or a fun game. Fun game. Yeah, I can't keep a track of it. So, I mean, I, I recommend it. I, I'm enjoying it so far. It's the last one, so I feel like if you played the other ones, you may as well play it. It's not terrible. Oh, wait, actually, going back to something you said earlier. Yeah. I checked on it today. It is still in the PlayStation Marketplace today. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It was 20 bucks though, so I was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to bother. <laughs> yeah. Just it I, I just feel fly. like it's going to go down at some point. Yeah try it i don't know when they're coming down i guess but i think at certain places it came down like on the 27th or whatever so i figured i'll just buy it before it eventually inevitably gets delisted from the switch shop but that's all i have to say about that i i like it it's uh it's fun but i like the other games too so do you have anything else you want to talk about this week not really 
All right. Well, what do you want to read next week? Okay. So it's Oni Presses. They're the makers that did, they're the publishing company that did Scott Pilgrim and The Six Gone. It's Oni Presses. Okay. Rick and Morty Presents, The Vindicators. And on that website oh. we use, there are issues one through five. So I don't know if this is going to be a complete start to finish storyline or if it goes on to like six or not. But this is all that's available on the website we use. So we're just going to read issues one through five for now. So hopefully it ends at five and we're not going to be left with a cliffhanger. But I don't care either way. (laughs) I saw that was on there and I'm like, holy shit, we're reading this. Yeah, that's awesome. Damn. Wow. The Vindicator is perfect. Well, okay, uh, let's let's tie it into TV show comic books then. I want to read Stranger Things Volume 1, The Other Side. This is a full story. It's not like that free comic book day one you were talking about. No, it's not the free comic book day one. That's that's a uh, Stranger Things meets Black Hammer. Oh shit! Oh shit! At some okay. time, at some point, we're gonna have to read that one. But I guess we'll read this one first. Uh, this is a full volume. So Stranger Things is coming soon. I think. Right? Do you remember when it's coming out? Uh, fall. Fall. No. Like September, maybe. I don't know. And they they announced it too early. I think. Yeah, that'll be cool. I think it'll be cool. Is, yeah. it, is it a tie-in to the show, or is it like a prequel? Did you, did you read any info on it? It just like says like, oh, there's a alternate world and shit. So maybe we'll find out. If it is, sorry, <laughs> but whatever. Well, yeah, it'll still be cool. I think. Yeah, I mean, it'll refresh my memory of those first couple seasons. If it is just in comic book form. <laughs> Yeah, join us again next week for that then. We got uh, Rick and Morty, The Vindicators, right? And yeah. uh, Stranger Things Volume 1. Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, Fear the Walking Dead, Season 5, Episode 1. I'm on the internet at East to the God. And I'm on the internet at Donnie Ohm. I beat you to it, so me? you have to do the other one, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Whoever says their shit first, they don't have to. Okay, okay. We are on the internet at... GH fuck at giraffes HBT pod on Facebook and Twitter. Patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues. This music is by Daniel Burbank. Find him at soundcloud.com slash Daniel Burbank. Who's our sponsor this week? Thanks to our sponsor, Detective uh, Kiss. Detective Kiss, the Kiss Army, Detroit Rock City, Metallica's Load, come artist. <laughs> brought to you by the album load by metallica (laughs) and uh yeah that's about it so we'll see you guys again next week bye everything will be kirkman down below ah fuck i always forget the kirkmaning you don't forget to kirkman it though I always put it there and I, I got to call like tech support about that uh, issue where it comes up just all on one line. Like the enters are just not registering. Oh really? So gotta... it's still coming up smashed together every time. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You gotta, I, I, I got to like find someone about that. But, yeah. Oh, well. Damn. Yeah, I know. Pisses me off. And actually, yeah, I forgot about this. Uh, some of these new albums I want to talk about. Oh shit! Yeah, From here's Jamie our music Justa. review corner. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. What Donnie's metal? Wait, I want what's something that starts with an M? Metal. 
Um, Music. I could do Donnie's Death Metal Corner. Yeah, there you go. Why do you right. need alliteration? I like it because it sounds better. It's easy to remember. Donnie's Music Reviews. <laughs> Great. Good job. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, new, uh, that new Berserker album by Amun Amarth. Definitely don't be around me when that album comes on. Um, but, yeah, they have a song on there called Shield Wall, which is so fucking metal, dude. Just those those two words together are uh, are just metal as fuck, man. Shield Wait, wall. The two words shield and wall. How are those two <laughs> words together? Metal. That's like the opposite. That's like protecting from something that's super metal and badass. Okay, so the song goes: Vikings build a shield wall. So he's like commanding the Vikings to build a shield wall. Oh yeah, uh, it's awesome. Ragnar and uh, oh fuck, what's the girl? Oh, and Vikings. Oh, Vikings. They do that move all the fucking time. It is badass. Yeah, dude. You got to do the shield wall. It's fucking cool. Legatha. That's her name. If Donald Trump was saying, like, build a shield wall, uh, <laughs> I would register myself to vote. <laughs> if, he put, if he presented it that way, I'd be down. That'd be fucking cool. Uh, I like it, man. It's a great album. Check it out. Uh, the other one, there's a new uh, Devin Townsend album as well, which is pretty cool. If you like Devin Townsend, I mean. I think he he's kind of a probably not for everybody, but I I I've, I've been liking his new album. Do you like Devin Townsend? I've never really listened to him. Oh, he, he has an album called Ziltoid the Omniscient. It's about a uh, alien awesome. who needs to power his ship with coffee, and it's a concept oh, wait, album. No, fuck that. Why? If he <laughs> if he had to power it with like Diet Dew or Steel Reserve, I'd be on board. But coffee? Oh, fuck okay. That. You just don't like coffee. All no, right, man. there you go. Uh, Steel me. Reserve would be better. That would be a much better spaceship. Uh, what else did you talk about? Or no, that well, then I went on the internet to find some of these other ones because I'm like, man, I've been missing out. Whitechapel, The Valley. That's a new album too? Yeah, man. Go get it. Oh, shit. Check Schoolboy it out. Schoolboy Q's new album. Yellow Wolf, Trunk Music, Volume 3. <laughs> There's another band. There's a Canadian metal band called Blackguard. Have you heard of this band? You saw them open for Kitty. From me. They had the uh, female Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, so you were there. Okay, you did see that with me. All right, I thought I thought you might have, but they they've been talking about a new album since 2012 called Storm, and that apparently just finally came out last month. Oh, there were some there were some delays on that one. Yeah, some fucking major delays. They kept saying like, "Oh yeah, the album's done like once every couple of years," and then just nothing would happen. So finally, it came out. I guess so. I got to check that one out. I haven't gotten around to it yet, but um, I'm excited. I mostly just want to recommend Amun Amarth, uh, because that new album is fucking awesome. And the new K-Flay is coming soon. You can pre-order it now on iTunes. This is Dave's hip-hop. She's, she's like the Amun Amarth of indie rock former rappers. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a new Children of Bodom album out too, but I haven't, I haven't heard that one yet. But I did see that it's out. I got that new Ali and AJ. What's Ali it's and awesome. AJ? They're a pop duo they're oh, sisters okay <laughs> they're coming to they're coming through on uh tuesday it's gonna be an awesome show okay well all right there you have it <laughs> a, lot Any of, new hate a lot of cool stuff going on uh no new hate breed i don't think mm. no he didn't he didn't play his own newest new stuff he should bummer yeah hard so this is not at all new but uh yeah. you ever like Howard Jones, the guy who was in Killswitch Engage for a while, 
like he left and he made this other metal band i forget what they're called uh-huh. but i just got that album from the library and i checked it out it's fucking badass yeah. man i enjoyed it quite a bit i cannot what's it called me remember hold on i have to look oh, at fuck. it okay the devil you know they're I, pretty awesome jamie Justa might have played that that sounds very familiar like he he immediately after kill switch he made that band and then he's made another band since then i, I haven't on their albums yet but i think they have one that's okay. coming out at the end of the year or something but i always liked howard okay, jones nice. he's awesome yeah well there you have it there's our music update tune in eight months from now when we talk about a couple more cds we listen to yeah yeah you gotta <laughs> give it a while come out with new shit i think i think no on like one of the very first episodes i randomly mentioned shredders i reviewed that album I think this is the first time we've reviewed or mentioned any album since that one episode. So yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. It's a nine month process for us to review some albums. Even that, it's not that deep of a review. Of a <laughs> review. Yeah, it's but not. I mean, it's just like, this is cool, this is cool. Yeah, we're, not, we're not typically a music review show. We'll just say what's cool. Yeah, you read in the description. It did not include music reviewers. 